Hello everyone and welcome back to the Gelman Report. I'm your host Ellie Gelman and in today's episode we are going to be doing week 7 review of the league, my own personal fantasy football league. We have a lot of trades to go over, a lot of matchups and we are going to be adding a new, I guess you could say, segment to uh, the episode. So we have a packed episode so let's get right into it. first start off with the trades that happened before this week's matchup. And so the first trade we have here is between Johnny and Plum. Um, and so we have uh, Cooper Scooper traded away Ronald Jones and Keenan Allen and received from Johnny, uh, from Thielen, received Chase Claypool, Devin Singletary, and Mike Davis. So this trade, when it happened, um, we were not very... Um, me and my league mates were not very excited about this trade, especially because Johnny's team was looking uh, already very, very stacked. Um, and Johnny had Keenan Allen, who was really, really good, especially Justin Herbert, Ronald Jones, who uh, had just had just had three hundred uh, had three straight hundred yard rushing games. And then got Devin Singletary, who was pretty bad in my opinion, not a very good player. Chase Claypool, who has having some good games, but with Deontay Johnson back, is losing a lot of snaps. And Mike Davis, who is um, going to be useless after Christian McCaffrey comes back. So this trade, very upsetting to see. But um, when you watch, this trade does not look as good as um, it did before because of how uh, this week's matchups, uh, this week's games went out. But yeah, that was the first trade that went on before the, the uh, before week seven. And the second trade was what actually involved me, my first trade of the season, uh, Fresh Prince of Belair trading away Mike Evans to underperformers. So right when I got the news that Antonio Brown was signing with the Buccaneers, I was shopping Mike Evans all around the league, um, and I found a trade with Jeremy uh, to get Odell Beckham. Um, at the time, I thought it was a good trade, uh, but you're going to see that uh, it was not. Um, but yeah, just a simple one-for-one, Wide receivers, just switching wide receivers. I thought I had won this trade. Um, I was not a big fan of Mike Evans, very touchdown dependent. Odell Beckham, I had high hopes for him uh, for the second half of the season. But as we're going to see, it didn't work out. Uh, so now let's get on to the matchups. Um, in the first matchup we have, let's go to the least competitive matchup. And that is, of course, Jeremy's matchup. So that is underperformers versus uh, feeling. 132 and 66.8. Uh, so a total, total massacre. Johnny winning by around 54 points. Um, so not a close game at all. Uh, Jeremy's team, his whole team played pretty bad, actually. Uh, Patrick Mahomes with only 12 points. Alvin Kamara, uh, 14. Underwhelming for the number one running back in fantasy. Uh, Swift, 10. Kenny Galladay. 11, okay game, Mike Evans, again, I traded him away, didn't catch a touchdown, so only 3.7 points with only two receptions. Uh, Mike Williams, who me and, actually, me and Jeremy actually were fighting for him. I wanted him on the waiver wire, but Jeremy got him before me. Uh, thank, thankfully, I did not pick him up and start him because he only had 0.4 points, four, eight points under his projection. Uh, Hayden Hurst played a terrible, terrible game. 
um, along with, Je oh no, Hayden Hurst played a fine game. Uh, I meant to say Jericho McKinnon played a terrible game with negative point one. Um, uh, Cowboys defense with one point, and uh, Joey Slyle with six points. So if I was able to give the stud, the dud of the week to a whole team, it would go to Jeremy's team, uh, but you can only give it to one player, so uh, Jeremy is uh, not going to be getting, his team is not going to be getting the dud of the week. Uh, then we move on to Johnny's team, and uh, Johnny's, um, all his players besides one player or players, uh, play, did, uh, played okay. Sean Watson, 23. Zeke played really bad. He's um, finished for the season. Not injury, but that Cowboys team is a mess. Ronald Jones at nine points, but came off a uh, touchdown, only had around 30, had only 36 uh, scrimmage yards. Not very good. Uh, Hopkins had a good game. Uh, Godwin, too. Keenan Allen, who I'm very high on. Um, as we're going to see later, Darren Waller caught a touchdown. David Montgomery played really, really bad, uh, like he usually does. Uh, but then he had the Chiefs defense with 21 points. They had two defensive touchdowns. They kind of carried the load uh, for Johnny, who left at 11. So his whole team played pretty solid, but that Chiefs defense just really put him over the top. Um, and yeah, so just total dismantling of Jeremy's team. Jeremy is now 2-5, and five, last in the league. He's uh, been making some trades that we're going to go over in the next episode before we go over the Week 8 matchups. Um, with, he actually made a trade with Johnny, um, but we're going to talk about that at a different time. But yeah, 2-5, and 8th in the league. Johnny, 4-3, and three, moved up uh, two spots to 2nd in the league. Um, and yeah, so first matchup, not very exciting. Uh, so let's now, let's go on to the second matchup, and uh, let's just do mine. Um, so we have here Fresh Prince of Hilaire, 120 uh, to Johnson, uh, Jake's team, uh, with 83. So this was a 37-point a win for myself. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's very similar to the last matchup, not competitive at all. And so uh, Jake's team also um, underperformed some to Jeremy's. Josh Allen with only 16 points, very disappointing. Chris Carson had four uh, but he was injured most of the game, and when he played, he looked really, really good. Um, so that kind of sucks for Jake. David Johnson caught a touchdown. Uh, his three wide receivers played solid, uh, nothing crazy. Gronk caught a touchdown, looking like a very good uh, tight end option in fantasy. Juju Smith-Schuster uh, had a good game. Brown's defense and Mason Crosby did not play well. So Jake's team did not play well at all. That's why he only scored 83 points. And then we move on to my team, and... Uh, my team had a, some ups and downs. Uh, let's start off with the downs. Uh, the downs was Young Hoku only had two points. The best character in the league only had two extra points. Very disappointing. Uh, John Smith was 0.9. DK Metcalf with 2.3. And the biggest um, down of the, uh, them all, you could say, is that Oldo Beckham with zero points. Uh, the first Browns uh, possession, Baker Mayfield threw, uh, underthrew Oldo Beckham. Uh, interception, on the back of one-two, go tackle uh, the Cincinnati defender, and then towards ACL uh, while doing that. So, major L on my part, I just traded for him. I had to drop him on IR for the rest of the season. So, uh, big loss for me. Um, and when he got injured, I was really nervous that I was going to lose the game. But then, the 325 game uh, came along, and I had my quarterback, Justin Herbert. I was streaming him because Lamar was on bye, Lamar Jackson was on bye. And Justin Herbert 
balled out and was the number one fantasy quarterback of the week with 37.6 points, an amazing performance. Um, I This is definitely an overstatement. This is an understatement, but I'm in love with this man. I think he's so good at football. Um, I love the Chargers by letting him throw the ball down the field. That's why I'm really high on Keenan Allen. I really like him. Um, but besides him, everyone on my team also played very well. Derek Henry, Clyde, and Kareem Hunt all had touchdowns. Deontay Johnson, finally healthy, uh, caught two touchdowns and had a really, really good game. So, yeah, we, uh, uh, we won 120-83, uh, moving up to 7-0, which is kind of ridiculous. I did not think I was going to go 7-0, uh, um, uh, but I'm very, very thankful um, and looking uh, for the future, for the playoffs, and for my next matchups. Uh, so now that puts me first in the league, Jake. Two and five, seventh in the league. I think he's lost four or five games in a row. So might be uh, thinking about changing some things up uh, before the playoffs come along. Uh, then we'll get to our third matchup, and that's Chicago Bihars versus uh, Cooper Scooper. And this is, again, not a close matchup. A 45-point win for a 135-290. And this is just a total... Um, uh, total. It was just a terrible game for Blum's team. Uh, Matt Ryan had a solid game with 17, but his two running backs uh, combined for less than 10 points. Um, he traded for my days in Devin Singletary, and Ronald Jones outscored both of them, so that's kind of an L on Plum's part. Um, and then we had Devontae Adams, who almost uh, carried him this week. He had 31 points, number one. Actually, not even number one wide receiver. We're going to be talking about the number one wide receiver in the next matchup. Then A.J. Brown had a great game of 21. Chase Staple, who he started, uh, who he traded for, would have been better off on his bench with negative two, negative 0.2. Hunter Henry, Mari Cooper, Paige C and Graham Gunnell all uh, had mediocre games. But then he moved on to Abe's team, and his team totally, uh, well, really just two, three specific players went off. One, he had Antonio Gibson, who had 18 points, finally having a good game against that terrible terrible battle defense. Then he had James Robinson with another uh, great game with 27 points. And then he had Kyler Murray, who was the number two quarterback on the week with 36 points. Those three players carried Jacob, I mean, carried Abe to this uh, 135-290 win. Abe actually moves up two spots. Now it's two and five. Uh, and is actually his team's looking pretty good uh, for the weeks to come. Two and five, six in the league, while Plum four and three, dropped down two spots is now fourth in the league. And so now let's get on to our last matchup of the week, and this is the most competitive matchup, and uh, that is um, Robert's team, uh, Lockett, versus RS team, CDs. Um, and so this was a, the closest game of the match, but as I mentioned, as the closest game of the week, as I mentioned before, 136 to 128, only an eight-point win for Robert. And so let's start off with Ariel's team. He had a great, another great performance from Russell Wilson with 30 points. James Conner and Jamal Williams had solid games, along with his wide receivers. Um, nothing crazy from his wide receivers, just solid, solid games. TJ Hawkinson saved uh, his week with that touchdown uh, at the end of the game. Uh, Chargers defense and Daniel Carson uh, with around uh, 8 to 9 points each. Uh, Dale Henderson uh, with 7 points, but that we're going to talk about him a little later. 
And then we move on to Robert's team, and Robert's team didn't necessarily play so well. He had a few players that did, then he also had a few players that just uh, played very, very bad. Uh, Carson Wentz with 27, um, Todd Gurley with 20, uh, with those two touchdowns. Yeah, T. Higgins with 13, but then you had flops from players like Travis Kelsey, uh, Josh Jacobs, Stephon Diggs. But Robert was saved by Tyler Lockett, who scored 38 points on the Sunday Night Football game. It was uh, he was he was the number one wide receiver of the week. A crazy, crazy performance by him. We're going to be talking about him and Daryl Henderson a little later in the episode. Um, and yeah, so this was a big win for Robert. I think he's won two in a row. Um, he moves up to three and four in that fifth in the league. RL stays where he is at third in the league with a record of four and three. Uh, so yeah, those are the end of the matchups. Uh, now we're going to be going on to... Um, uh, well, actually, I'll show you the standings before we move on. So we have here, at, in last place, uh, we have Johnson and underperformers, uh, both with a record of 2-5, and five, along with Abe with a record of 2-5, and five, so a three-way tie for last. Then we have, uh, solely in fifth place, we have Robert with a record of 3-4. and four. Then we have a three-way tie for second place uh, with uh, Thielen, CDs, and Cooper with a record of 4-3. and three. And then we have Fresh Prince of Air, my team, uh, with a record of 7-0, undefeated, three games ahead of everyone, uh, or three games ahead of second place, looking really, really good, um, and excited for week um, eight. Um, before we get on to the stud and dud of the week, we're going to be doing a new, uh, I guess you could say, segment, where we're going over the perfect fantasy team um, of the week. Um, so this graphic that I'm showing you right here, um, is by uh, an Instagram account, Fantasy Football, um, FTBL, uh, how they spell football, on Instagram, and they do uh, they do the perfect team um, every single week. And so this is by PPR. My league does not play PPR, but still interesting to go over. So let's just start. Uh, so the Week 7 perfect team would have scored, if you had a team, it would have scored 292 points. Uh, well, just with just a production, production, projected point total of 110.8. So totally demolishing uh, that projection. So the quarterback, they had Justin Herbert, my quarterback. Um, he had, yeah, he was the number one quarterback of the week. Uh, really excited for him uh, for fantasy and also just as a player as a whole. I really like him. One of my favorite players in the league now. Um, then at the running back one and running back two, we have Jeff Wilson, who had, uh, he didn't even play the whole game and he had 32 points. He had three touchdowns, I think, in uh, three quarters, uh, 32 points, and then James Robinson with tw 31 points. He also had a great game, over 100 yards scrimmage and two touchdowns. Uh, and then we move on to the wide receivers. Uh, we have Tyler Lockett and Devontae Adams, both over 45 points, both over 44 points. Uh, crazy, uh, crazy game uh, for both of those wide receivers. And then when I was looking at this, the tight end, it was surprising to me. But now that I think about it, it was, it was Harrison Bryant, of course. Um, he had 21 points, but um, it makes sense to me because one, David Njoku didn't, wasn't playing, tied in for the Browns. Then the next tied in for the Browns, Austin Hooper wasn't playing. Odo Beckham only played one snap or a few snaps. So who did Baker have to throw the ball to? Harrison Bryant. He had 50 plus yards receiving and two touchdowns. That brought his total up to 21 fantasy points. Uh, and then we get to the last row. We have the flex, Deontay Johnson. One, uh, my starting wide receiver had a nice, nice game. Nine receptions, 
uh, for two, and two touchdowns. And then the kicker, Tyler Bass, 21 points. He had six field goals. Um, the Bills, they scored 18 points against the Jets. Uh, they did not score a touchdown. Uh, they had six field goals. Tyler Bass put the team on his back um, and had 21 fantasy points because of it. And then the last uh, player had uh, is the defense and special teams of the Chiefs. They had 21 points. They had two touchdowns, uh, a bunch of interceptions, and a bunch of sacks and fumble recovery. So a crazy, crazy game uh, from them. So I think this is a cool segment that we could do, going over the perfect team uh, for each week. Um, Justin Herbert was Justin Herbert along with Deontay Johnson was on my team. Jeff Wilson in our league is a free agent. Uh, James Robinson is on Abe's team. Tyler Lockett on Robert's team. Uh, Devontae Adams is on Jacob's team. Uh, Chiefs in um, is on Johnny's team, and then Harrison Bryant and Tyler Bass are unknown. So a kind of variety of of players um, in our league that had really really good games. Um, and yeah, so now we're going to be going on to the stud and the dud of the week. And so let's start off with the dud of the week. And the dud of the week is Daryl Henderson. So coming into the Monday night football game, um, Ariel, uh, playing against Robert, um, after Tyler Lockett had that big, big game, I think Ariel was down by around 14 uh, to 16 points. And Daryl Henderson was playing against Chicago, and all he really needed uh, well, he needed 14 points to win the game. But sadly for Ariel, uh, Dale Henderson only had seven. Um, and because of that, he's going to have to get the dud of the week uh, if he played a little bit better. Um, and a lot, also, not just that, he had, um, I think someone said uh, he had six goal line carries and he did not score a touchdown, which is very, very um, uh, depressing for Ariel. Uh, so he's going to get the dud of the week if he had played better. He would have, uh, Ariel would have won. And then the stud of the week is going to Tyler Lockett in the same matchup. Uh, Tyler Lockett had 38 points. Uh, Robert was down big going into Monday Night Football. Uh, but Tyler Lockett brought him to the promised land um, and got, single-handedly got him uh, this win. So Tyler Lockett is definitely going to be the stud of the week. Uh, and yeah, that was a major win for, our, uh, for Robert now, three and four. Um, and yeah, so uh, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching, depending on what platform you're on. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, follow the podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the channel, leave a like. It helps the channel grow a lot. Um, and yeah, that would be really, really awesome. Uh, th that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and goodbye.